quiet down here this afternoon. And I don't think it's... I don't remember a time where I ever recorded, or Ghostly Talk ever recorded a show during this time of the day. It's actually the 28th of December of 2017. Uh, Lemmy's death, two-year anniversary. Why did I decide to record on this day? I'm all by myself today. Amber's not here. Bonnie's not here. Sarah's not here. I do have a friend of mine here, though. We'll get to him in a second. A um, couple of just business administrative type things. I changed the frigging board out today, um, which much to my gritting my teeth before we try to tape this thing. Um, it seems to be working cool, but I'm, if the show sounds a hair different, that's probably why. I'm kind of working the bugs out of our system here. Uh, and, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, as I said, I'm all by myself today. It's been a long time since I've done a show like this just by myself. I always have someone else here, uh, but it's just me. And I want to do this actually a couple days ago, but we couldn't, we, we couldn't like get our schedules together. But a friend of mine, uh, was it last Friday? Uh, Saturday night. Was it last Saturday? Yeah. Last Saturday night. Um, I just happened to be flicking through the, the interwebs, the Facebooks or whatever, and my friend Sean posted this really interesting picture up. That kind of took me a, took me aghast. I just I was like, wow, this is this is crazy, man. Uh, and I reached out to Sean as quick as I could and said, hey, you know, I really would want to. I mean, we were just gonna maybe just do this on the phone, but you were nice enough just to come over here and hang out. We obviously live not too far away from each other. Uh, so you shot this picture, Sean. You know, and I mean, I we're, we can just talk about this. I mean, I it it blew my mind. It's it, Let's just you know. Just tell me I'm, before I start just drilling you with questions. <laughs> tell me how. Tell me how this came about, man. Well, um, so it was probably about between eight and eight thirty p.m. Saturday night. I was uh, my wife and I and my uh, my baby had just returned from a walk outside. The temperature was actually mild enough, you know, that day before we got hit with this polar vortex. Yeah, compared to where it is today. (laughs) Yeah, so we took advantage of that, took the baby out for a walk. Well, um, I dropped them off. We decided to order some pizza. Yeah. And uh, as I was driving to go pick up the pizza, um, uh, it was specifically the Jets pizza in uh, Madison Heights off of 11 Mile and John R. area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually driving kind of the back way through the neighborhood. My daughter's daycare is actually right across the street from there, so I kind of knew how to traverse my way around through the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, just as I turned south, um, I think the street is called Alger. And, I know um, that area. I know that street. I, mean, I know that area pretty well. Yeah, and I, I turned south, and I, I something out of the corner of my eye, um, you know, caught my attention. Yeah. And so I look out the window, and I see these three orange balls. And I thought it was kind of, you know, interesting. I ro- stopped and rolled my window down yeah. to make sure it wasn't some Christmas light reflections or anything like that, like, you know, reflecting off of the... Uh, the window. The window, yeah, which is easy to do. It um, happens all the time. And which is really funny because when the picture came out, it's not orange at all. But I saw three very distinct orange orbs, if you want to call them, um, into this, you know, in the southeastern sky, mm-hmm. pretty much just above, 
you know, they appear to be just above the tree line yeah. in the neighborhood, but you could tell they were a lot further than that. They were kind of moving yeah. slowly from south to north. Okay. Um, and so I pull out my phone thinking I'm taking video. Mm-hmm. And after filming for about 40 seconds or so, realized it was still on the photo mm-hmm. uh, part of oh. the... <laughs> So that's what that's what, that's where this photo came yeah. from. So right. I thought it was taking forty seconds of video, which is really disappointing because you could see um, this was actually the initial time when I hit the button to record. It actually snapped a picture. Yeah. I was looking at this, not looking at the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, seeing what was happening. Yeah. And um, at that time, shortly after, I noticed another three or four lights coming from the north, going south. So. The three pic- the three things that you see in the picture here yeah. are coming from the south. There was also three or four more that were coming from the north, and they kind of met in the middle, turned east, and kind of just disappeared. Holy I don't shit, know if I man. lost them in yeah. the uh, in the clouds, but the clouds are kind of sporadic here. Yeah. Um. And. I look, you know, I lost, I lost track of them. Mm-hmm. It didn't even seem like they went that far before they disappeared. With as bright as they are in the picture, you would think, you know, I would have been able to follow them for quite a ways because, yeah, yeah. you know, these houses in the picture are just small ranch style houses. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, they were just kind of were kind of gone. Now, mind, I, I forgot to mention this. I mean, we're going to throw this up on the site so people can look at this. That's yeah. cool. Is that that's, yeah, that's absolutely? Cool. We're yeah. just we'll throw it up on the you know the website uh, on the Ghostly Talk site. Um, people that listen on Stitcher or iTunes or whatnot, oh gosh darn, you're gonna have to go to our website. <laughs> but it'll be there. We'll put it up with our post for this show, so you can view this. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put the the picture the the picture that I got. I'll just throw it up there. I mean, this is just right off your phone, right? Yeah, and I, you know, um, after the initial disappointment of realizing I wasn't <laughs> taping this, um, yeah. I got home and I showed my wife, and it wasn't until I, you know blew the picture up you you know with my forefinger and thumb yeah, to yeah. get a closer look that I noticed there was somewhat of a you know um uh a curvature to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't want to use the word saucer you know I'm not trying not to implant any ideas in anybody's heads I'm no. pretty uh rational <laughs> you know I just don't jump to the most illogical conclusion yeah, about yeah. things and so I put it up on my page just to see if anybody else had had seen it. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I just spotted these. Did anybody else see these lights over Metro Detroit? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you get your initial sarcastic responses with... Uh, That's Facebook. George Circulos, <laughs> uh memes and yeah. things like that, you know, and, you know, the X-File yeah. tune. Um but you know, some uh, uh, another friend of mine, um, John, actually reposted it on his page, and um, he actually got even more sarcastic. <laughs> 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 you know, um, because he didn't really say who the picture was from. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and my friends know I, you know, I don't post bullshit. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I just thought it was interesting and was kind of inviting people to comment on it. You know. Mm-hmm. Because uh, obviously I'd never really seen anything like that before, and uh, it was I made sure 
to compare it to you know we get a lot of air traffic in the royal oak area where yeah planes that turn airport yeah Yeah. you know a lot of the planes circle the airport even though it's about 40 miles away you know that that's not you know very much in the no not in the air not in the air so Mm -hmm. that you know that's it's pretty common that i see flights turning around over my house and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but there was no flashing lights on these things they were very distinct orange which i not really you, you sure. You get the, you know, I mean, in the picture, you mentioned orange. And, I mean, I can see the orange hue even in this picture, like looking at yeah. it on my laptop right now. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can see where, you know, how I may have transposed on a camera, you know, a, a camera phone type thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I do see, and that was before you even mentioned that. I, mean, I remember when I first saw this thing, I'm like, these things look kind of orange, like, a, you know, not orange-orange, like an orange itself, but it does have, like, an orange hue to it. Well, it definitely compared to, like, that porch light in the picture there um, yeah, yeah. You, you can definitely see a bit of a hue but um when it, when i saw these things i think it was probably the color and the brightness of them that mm-hmm. that you know initially attracted my attention mm-hmm. and um and the fact that you know they were they were moving not necessarily they were moving kind of in unison but independently um they were definitely the least in the picture here three different yeah. objects Excuse me, right. and then the ones that came from the from the north were the same, mm-hmm. and then they all turned like independently. So there was, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. there was actually six of these things you're saying. Six or seven? I can't, you know, yeah. I, I I didn't actually, you know, count all of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could have been six total. It could have been seven. Okay. So yeah. um, you're talking about the movements; they were moving towards each other. If I if I can ask you if you can remember this, was the movement? I love when I do that. Was the movement erratic, like, or were they moving very smooth? They were very smooth, you know. And now, I, mind you, I'm not asking you any of these questions to, like, you know, I'm not grilling. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm comparing this to things that I've seen, yeah. right? So, yeah, I'm, t- I'm sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, they, they definitely weren't performing any, like, at- you know, acrobatic, you know, tricks or yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, they, they, they were moving... From my sight, they were moving slow, but I can't really tell how far these things were yeah. away from us, too. So, yeah, to say? you know, Who a plane knows? moving slow is actually going 600 miles an hour, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which yeah. is which could be, you know, considered slow to, mm-hmm. you know, extraterrestrial things, I guess. But um, yeah. so, uh, but the fact that, that you know, any, any planes or helicopters I've ever seen, you know, it's not uncommon to see the ghetto birds and stuff like that flying over, <laughs> yeah. searching for people uh-huh. and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen enough of those to see. Obviously, for one, they don't use orange lights. And any kind of manned aircraft has some sort of blinking indicator on them. Exactly. Um, and I made sure even after that I could see some planes in the sky, mm-hmm. which actually appeared to be higher Um you know, with obviously distinct red and you it was know, relatively green. a clear night too. I mean, yeah. looking at this picture, I mean, there, you do see some cloud cover, but it was relatively a, cl- a clear night. And this is according yeah. to the picture you shot here. Yeah. No, there's a you know, a reason I asked that. Like I said, um, I mean, just the other night I was out walking. This was actually no, this was way this was before Saturday, last Saturday. Um, I was out walking and I saw something in the sky. And it was one of those things I had to do a double take at mm-hmm. because I looked up and went, oh, 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 and I looked up and something was just kind of going through the sky. And I mean, to your point, it's just that. Uh, I looked up again, observed it, and saw it was moving in a straight line. Simple, 
looks like it's moving slow because it's mm-hmm. in the sky, as we've talked about. Um, and then I saw the blinking light. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's obviously an airplane. Yeah. Right. Um, people who've listened to this show know about the thing that Amber and I and our friend Tom, who's no longer with us, saw, um, which goes to the point of you know what we're seeing here just in a picture, right? What we saw, and that was over 10 years ago now, uh, these whatever we saw was not moving like anything I'd ever seen. It was literally moving around like not yeah. quite this fast. Right. And what I'm doing, people, you can't see the I'm just kind <laughs> gyrating. Of, I'm just kind of moving uh, my hand, my finger around. My finger's the UFO, I guess, right? Uh, but it was moving, but it was doing, th- and it was also making like aeronautic moves where literally I was saying it looked like it was on a half pipe. Like it was just a skateboarder on a half pipe doing stuff like this. Like right? almost if you were pointing like a, like a cat laser on a wall, yeah, you yeah, could do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was almost that fast. Not quite that fast, but fast enough for us to all go, what the hell, right? Um, And it looked, as far as what what we're seeing here, and yeah, the first thing I did notice is that all these objects in the sky all have, like, it's, yeah, it's just kind of like a little, like a little frown we're seeing, right? Like a little orange, like light orange frown, right? So... You know, I'm just kind of basing, you know, the, the, the this conversation's kind of around that. I'm kind of basing this on my experience because you've, I, I mean, I, look, anybody listening to you also, Sean, I don't know what this is. I don't think you know what this is, but it was something that you took the time enough, that you took notice enough to say, you know what, I'm stopping. <laughs> I, I got to film this thing or do something. I got to document this somehow, right? Well, yeah, and it was particularly interesting to me because, you know, I used to be, really interested in this subject a lot and like paranormal things and stuff but mm-hmm. with all the uh saturation of the the bullshit shows <laughs> and you know yeah. salacious crap that's out right now yeah. you know yeah. i started to lose you know any um you know hope that any of this stuff might you know be true or whatever you know a lot of stuff is just you, you can easily pass off as like photoshopped or just hoaxed and things like that with you know a lot of misidentified things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and obviously a ufo is something is an unidentified flying object what's inside of there or if anything's inside of there i don't know yeah you know what i mean so it's definitely un- unidentified from my perspective yeah, but yeah. i thought this was interesting enough that i wanted to put it out there hell yeah and you know you know a couple of people chimed in because that happened to be the same day as the spacex launch and okay. um so um which which is a bit of a coincidence but what i was what i did is i was going out trying to find video because people were filming video they launched it at night i think they launched it from california Mm -hmm. and you can see um it's not real similar to what i'm seeing here first of all they they launched one rocket i believe which Mm -hmm. was had a satellite attached to it Mm -hmm. and um it had real definitive contrails and things mm-hmm. behind it. You could see it. It looked like a, you know, almost like a meteor. You know what I mean? If you if you go out and see the yeah the picture, I so saw I a was, video of that actually. I was trying to find some some videos of the space because I had, I had heard that you could see it. Somebody but, sent me a video of it. I can, I can, yeah. I'll send you a link so you can look at it later on if you want yeah. to see it again. I did watch a few of them on YouTube okay. and stuff, right. and and I couldn't really find anything that looked like this. Oops, sorry. that's okay. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> At watching the um, so I've got just in this picture three different yeah you know distinct objects. None of them seem to have any sorts of you know trails or anything behind them. Um, all of the SpaceX 
videos that I'd seen. They look like comets. Yeah, they looked like comets. And then the only time that there was more than one illuminated object was when the thrusters broke off. And those would kind of spiral and leave these crazy, Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, uh, I don't know if contrails is the the correct word, but, you know, the thrusters would break off. And that's the only time you could see more than one thing Mm -hmm. in, in the picture. So I, and I don't even know what part of the sky that would have been saw. Um, from at least here in Michigan, or what time? But I yeah. didn't. I didn't think that I was I applicable. Mean, judging really. by what I saw, the video I saw, and I mean, again, everything we're talking about, guys. I mean, we're just observing here, right? Everything. I, I mean, I saw the video of what you're talking about, uh, SpaceX, and it. This doesn't look like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you about this, though, too, and you kind of alluded to it before, I think. Um, when you were looking at this with your naked eye, you said it obviously that it was much more the color was more orange. Like Definitely. You were and see that the thing I'm the one thing I after the experience that we had that I mentioned a minute ago, and people on this who have listened to this show they know what we're talking about. Um, the one thing we walked away from that that experience with was a whole new appreciation for people who shoot video of ufo and shoot pictures of ufo because we thought when we shot that video our our friend tom got his his video camera out and shot it and we're like dude <laughs> this is great we we got something super yeah this is incredible and it wasn't like we're going to the inquirer we're going to be so rich nothing like that at all it was like we thought we really got a, an incredible video of something we considered anomalous mm-hmm. right yeah then we looked back at the video and i mean would I say it's dog? It was dog shit. Well, it wasn't that bad, but um, <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it was something I was concerned that anybody would just shoot a million holes in it, right? Yeah. Um, so when you look at this picture now, I'm just curious how you. I mean, is that kind of? Do you feel the same way, or is it? I mean, I mean, there's well, differences, obviously. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, people can say whatever they want about it. I've got the original picture right on my phone yeah, still. Yeah, so, yeah. and you know, a couple of people. First of all, I've I've got an 11 month old baby at home. I don't own Photoshop or anything <laughs> like that. And I personally, I don't need that kind of attention anyway. No, who wants that? So, um, you know, there's already enough attention with of this. You know, with this stuff going on with the whole Tom DeLonge stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, his his whole thing. You know, it's like, you know, pe- some people were saying, especially when a when a a friend of mine shared the photo, you know, he'd been kind of known in the past, unfortunately, to kind of post some stuff without a real, um, doing a lot of research, yeah, you know, just randomly shoot it. something out there. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that deserved to have holes poked through it, you know, and you know, I don't, he's a great guy and everything, but he happened to share this. And I think maybe some of the people that were commenting on it were used to some of the other material that he'd shared in the past. And so I, I actually went and, uh, you know, commented back to a couple of the people and said, Hey, you know, I'm the one that actually took the photo and mm-hmm. here, I'll send it to you again yeah. if you want, you know? Well, and I think, um, yeah, like you already said, I mean, and the same thing happened with us with our thing, with our, the video we shot, we had nothing to gain from that. Yeah. Literally nothing to gain from that. In fact, we could have in today's climate, could lose even more i mean people are so sensitive to things now yeah um back then i know but i i know when we shot that video we saw what we saw that weekend i came into work on monday and i was so flipping excited about it i mean there was people at work 
who were like, I was telling this story to people at work. I just didn't care. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is what we saw. Check this out. This is super. This is super incredible. I don't, <laughs> you know, I didn't think anything about that. I just because I had nothing to lose. I had nothing. I was trying to gain from that whatsoever. Um, but on the Tom DeLong thing, I know we. I think we talked about Tom DeLong on the last show we did here. Amber kind of got into Tom DeLong. And I have my comments. Of, I have my opinion on what that's all yeah. about, right? Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Well, <laughs> I, fi- I find I actually just watched uh, one of his documentaries, like the, the Ernie Ball documentary they did on the, the, the Pursuit of Tone. It was more about the music that, he, that he's played with mm-hmm. all the bands he's been in. Um, but you could see in that that he was already kind of building a foundation on what he's working on now, which I find it, I find incredible. I mean, I, the idea of what he's trying to do I think is very cool. But I think, as I've said... I'm I'm not quite understanding the approach to it. Like, you know, well, we're an entertainment company that's going to try to put this message out there. I'm like, well, just put the fucking message out there. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I know the idea that, that he has with that is that, well, and I know I've heard this from people before Tom DeLonge said, humans can't handle this magnitude of information that we'd have to give them if we were to come clean on all the stuff with UFOs and, and anomalous things in the sky. So we have, and so Tom's idea from what I've seen, you know, what I'm getting from him is we're going to feed it to you in small bits through entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I just prefer to keep it simple, but well, that, isn't that's, the, that's just an opinion. That's just my Isn't opinion. the fascination with the unknown entertainment as it is it is you know entertainment is subjective i my wife sits at home and watches like the murder channel all day like id discovery and stuff like that that. that's entertainment for people you know what i mean but i just want to back up just for a quick second you know you're you're talking about your experience and um you know how excited and stuff you were about it like i i kind of had a different reaction i mean i'm not a person that gets real excited about stuff i mean people can hear rather monotone and stuff that's just the way i've always been but <laughs> i showed a couple people i showed my wife as soon as i got home mm-hmm. um but like i didn't want to tell everybody you know i maybe showed one person at work mm-hmm. you know uh, who i thought might be interested in it but i don't really know a whole lot of people are interested in this kind of stuff yeah um and honestly i didn't want to have to explain myself i don't want you know i know what it is i don't want to have to explain myself to pe- you know, to people trying to poke holes in it and stuff you know there was a there was one girl that that commented on it um and said well the pixelation is off you know if you blow it up real big you know you can see pixelation around the objects i'm like well you're you're shooting your iphone into the night sky at a glowing object there's no telling what kind of pixelation and things like she was looking at the photo on facebook also yeah which also yeah which also there's an algorithm built right into their software on the code on the site that more or less kills the dpi or yeah dpi uh God, the resolution, God, DPI, that's printers. The resolution of the photo takes it down to like 72 DPI. Um, so you're going to get that breakup if you if you download that image from Facebook. Now, on your phone, depending on what kind of phone you have, I'm sure you have a modern It's an iPhone 6. Yeah, so yeah. you have a very modern phone. That's gonna, that's your source photo. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody out there, there's a, there is a, there's a stigma with digital, at least when it comes to like spirit photography. I really haven't gotten into this too much with with like shooting ufos or whatever's in the sky but that's that's what you're going to get when you down with that comment that that young lady made 
Um, well, yeah, naturally, because it's being it's already been pushed through their machine, and it's been more or less just all the resolutions been pulled out of it. The, the source photo, I'm sure if you just downloaded that to your computer straight from the phone, you'd have a lot more resolution yeah. you could blow it up more. So I would suggest, I don't know if you've done that or not. No, I, I haven't. That might be an idea. So I go got on. her back the next day. She posted a picture of some chili she made, and I said the pixelation looks off. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, as far as... Yeah, as far as that's concerned, I mean, yeah, that's that's a, that's a trip with that. I would say take that photo and download it directly off the phone. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a good idea. So um, I'm always paranoid that everything on my phone is just going to disappear one day with yeah, the I, next iPhone update. Anyways, <laughs> I I actually blame partially the fact that I wasn't taking video on the iPhone update that most recently happened because the sensitivity of the touchscreen is off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it sounds petty, but I notice when I'm text messaging now, it's like I'm always hitting the button next to the letter the character that i'm trying to yeah type and um i'm accidentally opening up apps when i'm just trying to swipe over to the next page or whatever i think when i swiped over to video i probably mm. just barely nicked it back to the right yeah and then it went back to the photo setting oh my god and then i snapped this picture so yeah. you know i That's mean unfortunate but i mean you got the, this photo like i said it was one of those things i mean and when i was when i saw this photo initially it was like my my usual morning wake up I know some people wake up and they grab a cigarette I wake up and I grab my phone and yeah. I just you know what's going on what horrible thing happened this morning so far <laughs> and I'm flicking through and I and it was one of those things where I I sat up I'm like oh well, this is interesting what the hell is this thing Should yeah. I put this thing up here um so yeah I mean that's photo I mean it's I mean again I'm going to say that myself and I'm sure you agree I mean, we don't. I don't think either of us know what this what this could really be. But it's some. Def, it was again. It was something that you stopped to yeah. take a picture of at least. I mean, it's something you're gonna. You take notice, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what spawns this whole thing. I think is just that. I think, it, like I said, we look in the sky. I'm always looking in the sky. I'm sure you are too. And you see all kinds of stuff up there now, especially where we live. There's all types of activity in the metro Detroit area. Yeah. Um. So, mentally when I run this through, it's just that, like I said, if you're going to stop and shoot a picture of something, there's something up with that. Am I saying it's little green men coming to get you? No, not, no. not at all, but it's something enough for you to take notice of that and try to document. Now, the one thing, and you know, Tom DeLong came up a few minutes ago and, yeah. and I've been thinking about this a lot with all this stuff that's happening. There's a lot of activity centered around Tom DeLong. Now uh, there's a lot of stuff in the news going on. It's happening as we speak. Um, one of the things, and I'm not saying that's the case here at all, but it's you know we're just kind of riffing on this idea. One of the things I thought of was okay. So now Tom is saying that we're going to come clean on a lot of stuff. We're going to bring this stuff out to the front. We're going to people are going to know the whole truth or partially the truth. I don't know about what UFOs are, whatever the whole thing is. Um, don't, what I'm concerned about is, is that going to more or less create, I don't want to say it's going to create some type of, you know, scare across the planet, but it does make people more hypersensitive, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. However, it's been proven scientifically or statistically in the past that if you front load people, like you said a few minutes ago, like, I don't want to try to convince anybody of anything here. I'm just talking about what I saw, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's the same idea. I'm wondering if by putting this stuff in the news like they're doing, as, and as we know, the way news works now, it's it's so hair-trigger, it's so insane how news cycles work. 
Uh, and people are so reactionary now to anything they see or hear or whatever on, on the interwebs. I'm wondering if people will just start seeing things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's the case here for you at all. But on this whole subject, it's an interesting idea. Like, hey, guys, aliens do exist, and I'm going to sing it to you in a song. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it's going to be. Um, I get it. I'm yeah. a, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not like a, a true skeptic, and I'm not a true believer. Mm. I'm, you know... My sign is the Libra. I'm the scales for a reason, I think. You know, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I believe in astrology, but, you yeah. know, it's, I don't think it's any coincidence. Like, I'm down the middle on everything. I'm yeah. not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, uh, well, you're I, I, like to, I like to hear both sides of every argument, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean, before yeah. I make my decision. And that's, um, I mean, I think that's applying logic to things. And logic yeah. isn't red or blue. Or whatever, right. you want, however you want to assign it, logic is way more complicated than that, especially when it comes to studying the paranormal and fringe things like this. I always tell people when I first started out doing this stuff back in like eight, the 1800s. Now it feels like, um, you know, I was on that scale of, you know, I want to believe. I'm going to prove something here. I'm going to. I have a science, you know, I have a mission statement. I have all these things in place. And then over time, yeah. I got to the skeptical area where I was more, well, you know, I'm, I'm here and there. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be, keep my head on the ground, right? Yeah. Then, and then you mentioned earlier when I started seeing all the media stuff start happening in the early, t- like early 2000s, right? And it started getting more and more intense. And it still is to this day. It's still happening, right? That's what pushed me into the cynical arena. Yeah. Where I was like, ah. Nah, I just don't want... And, like, you talked about a minute ago the idea, like, you know, do I want to try to have to explain all this stuff, you know, yeah. to people? especially Just about this picture, right? It's a picture. I'm not trying to tell anybody what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just a picture of something I've never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's something weird about something it. Something weird about it. But I got to a point, I know, when it comes to studying this stuff where it's like, I mean, eye rolls all over the place. And then you'd hear the story from somebody going, yeah, well, I saw that show. And then... And I got to a point I know with myself, and I've mentioned that on this show before, where I got so burned out on that stuff that I just would not oh, – yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I would play dumb if it was somebody I didn't know that well, right? Because yeah. I didn't want to have to spend the next three hours explaining to them, like, okay, this is why this is all bullshit, right? Exactly. Now what I found, though, and this is the point, is I got back up to the skeptical side mm-hmm. where, yeah, I'm open to ideas – but I'm also going to keep my feet on the ground, right? So it took me like 20 years <laughs> to get right back to the middle again where, you know, I'm not cynical where I'm like, oh, my God, I, I have to hear this crap again. No, I want to hear what people have to say. Right? That's where you want to be. That's where you yeah. make your best decisions. You don't want to be so open-minded that your brain falls out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, you know, that's the, unfortunately I see a lot of people nowadays, you know, especially if you try to, I don't really search this stuff on YouTube anymore just because you can see so much bullshit, you know, and if people just, they just jump to the most illogical conclusions, you know, um, because, you know, ultimately it doesn't matter if that video is true or not in this, you know, in the spectrum of YouTube and how they operate, they're basing it on clicks they get. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. They don't have to do any fact checking. They're not really worried about information, uh, or the truth or whatever you want Especially if you're getting paid by YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no there's really no incentive there to be factual and unbiased and stuff. And it mm-hmm. says, so the people that are trying to be factual and unbiased and stuff kind of get pushed onto the, to the back burner. Cause yeah. everybody likes the, the dirty salacious stuff, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, 
the most dramatic conclusion is always going to be the most interesting conclusion. Um, one of the interesting things you said even before we started taping here was, eh, it's going to probably be a really boring interview. And I'm like, <laughs> those are my favorite kind because that's where the actual information's at. Yeah. When you have someone throwing their arm, you could you could have easily came down here, Sean, right, and said, dude, I know what these are, and then you could have spun up this in, insane tale. Yeah. Right? Not alluding right. to anything whatsoever, but you could have come down here and spun up this insane tale. Like, I think these are the Anunnaki and this is what they're looking for. And now we have this really, this really salivating, uh, tale along with the picture. But well, no. clearly these are the Nordics. So they're definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is winter in Detroit. The Anunnaki wouldn't be here. You know, the... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but it is where it is. And this is, I think, I know people don't want to hear the simple ideas, the simple truth of things. The simple truth here is you were driving home and you saw something. Yeah. No, you weren't abducted. No, nothing nothing presented itself to you. No, nothing crazy happened. And those are the stories that I want to hear now. Yeah. When it comes to this stuff. Those are the ideas I want to talk about. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that people haven't been abducted. There's some very compelling evidence out there that people have shown that they've, with detailed evidence, I mean, again, there's not a lot of, there's as much evidence as there can be, right? Yeah. Uh, they're compelling stories, and I mean, I'm just, I, I like to hear an interesting story as much as the next guy does. Yeah. But when it comes to trying to analyze something critically, and what we're looking at here, this picture, um, it's just interesting to hear, how'd, how'd you get this picture? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, it came at a real interesting time, and somebody, the, the, you know, you sent me a private message, you know, after you saw the picture, and, an, and another um, guy did, who you probably know from around town, too, and, you yeah. know, um, I think he he was leaning more towards, you know, just so definitive extraterrestrial type stuff, and and even in my message back and forth to him, I was like, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to tell anybody what this is, you know. And I think he got offended because I used the term rational. And he goes, well, rational would have been, you know, yeah. you know, the U.S. government not, you know, denying hundreds of years of reports. And I'm like, just, well, whatever, you know. It's like, I think it's weird, you know what I mean? And I, I, I don't discount a lot of the stuff that people see. I'm just saying that I'd been desensitized by it for, you know, not by this, but I've been desensitized of the, uh, just the, the amount of sure crap that's come out, mm -hmm. you know, and this stuff that's related. But if you want to talk about Tom DeLong, uh, for a second, sure, um, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the, the things, laptop died, by the way, that's why you're not trying to see the picture. <laughs> it's actually helping me to look at it, but, um, Oh, do you want me to, I can get the thing going again if you yeah, want. Yeah. If you don't mind. Well, here, keep going. I got to take the headphones off. I'm still hearing sure. you though. So go ahead. What okay. were you going to say? Well, um, you know what I find it funny about the whole Tom DeLong thing is how they're kind of rephrasing the terminology that they're using about, you know, UFOs. They're they're making a a real definite um change in their n narrative, calling it a what an unidentified aerial threat, you know. Um and they it seems like they're always using that word threat anytime they're getting any kind of press or anything like that. I was just wondering what you thought about that. Um, first of all, it seems like it's, you know, apparently he thinks he has, well, he says he has this information that, you know, he can't provide to anybody. Um, but when you use the word threat... Well, threat's a bad word. 
Well, it is, and then also Scary he's work. he he has what former members of the State Department working for him and stuff. Yeah, I'm almost wondering if they're using that that word threat for the purposes of gaining federal funding from say like military defense funds and things and then you get that thing that comes out about harry reed and the mm-hmm. you know the 22 million dollars a year that was being uh, allocated yeah. towards this well 22 million dollars is basically a, a nickel yeah i'm saying that's a drop in a bucket yeah just one of these aircraft carriers that they built you know well. are billions of dollars but i'm almost thinking they're changing the tone of it you know what i mean maybe to uh, I don't know, allocate money from the government. Yeah. Well, I'd like to know where they get the idea that this is a threat. That's that's one thing I'm thinking about, right? right? Um, and again, I, I don't know everything there is to know about, about To The Stars. Whatever, that's Tom DeLong's company he's doing right. this stuff with. I don't know everything there is to know. I don't know everything about their, their research. Um, however... I'd like to know where the idea of threat came from. Is this, a, is this just a knee-jerk classification that we're using? Um, and, yeah, what your point is very interesting on that. Um, are, are they just changing their, their tune a little bit to say, hey, well, we can get some – we can siphon some – not siphon, but we can get some money coming in this way if we can justify that this could possibly be a threat. Yeah, maybe it's not even money. Maybe it's also uh... – uh, initiative for the people buying his stock. You know, people people do irrational things I, when yeah. they get when they're scared. Oh yeah, you well, know what I mean. It's like yeah, you know, if you put, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to trash people's religion and stuff like that. But it's like a lot of religion and stuff like that is based on fear. You know what I mean? And, the majority of it's based on fear, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, to each his own. Mm-hmm. But there's also a whole lot of people out there that aren't religious. So what's going to scare them? Mm-hmm. Maybe this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. And and maybe it's all just a form of control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can say, well, the opiate, you know, religion is the opiate of the masses. Yeah, but only for the people that are religious. Yeah. What about the other 40% that aren't? Yeah. What's their opiate going to be? And this is, <laughs> you know, it's scary. Not, I'm not running out of the house screaming, but it's it's a scary idea. Like, well, we haven't got them all netted yet. Yeah, we haven't net everybody yet. How can we net the rest of them? Exactly. You know, and as far as Tom DeLonge's concerned, I mean, I think it is, is the whole ball of wax. The fact that he's really, I mean, he's doing something. Which, I mean, that's great. I mean, he's, yeah. he's obviously interested in this stuff. I've watched a lot of interviews with him, um, and I find him to be a very, very interesting person. Um, I've also, and I think I mentioned, I may have mentioned this on the last show, too. We had a couple drinks that night. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, Yeah, I was yeah. looking forward to one of those crappy beers you uh, saved for the guests. Oh, <laughs> is that nice? <laughs> oh, God, did you want a beer? No, I'm good. That's too early. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I remember I actually said that, and somebody said, yeah, somebody else mentioned Like, so I'm not coming to your house anymore so you can give me crappy beer or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? Apparently, that was something I blurted out. But, yeah, I may have mentioned that. Like, I have heard it. I mean, I did listen to the Joe Rogan interview, which I found fascinating. But at the same time, it was frustrating because there was a lot of that stuff. Sorry, it's classified. Sorry, I can't mention it. Now, to his defense, and that wasn't too long ago that he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, there are some things that I think have actually happened. I mean, there, I'm seeing some interesting ideas come out. There's some yeah. interesting evidence coming out as far as as much evidence as we can see, I guess, um, that maybe there was 
a method to the madness here of this thing where, look, I can't talk about this right now. We're working on something. But it, that's just always hard for people to swallow. Well, especially, you know, if is he the PR guy? I understand it's his company, but maybe if you're trying to present, like, you know, a more professional approach, you should have somebody that's a little more eloquent, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know. You're also um, dealing with, I mean, I'm mentioning Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan is an expert interviewer. I too. love Joe Rogan. I love, yeah, he's and, fantastic, but he will drill. That yeah. guy don't play games. He's always been very upfront. So I don't know if it was just the mix, the mix of those two guys. And I'm not trying to base my whole opinion on that one interview, though. Well, either. we haven't really heard him say a whole lot. Like, you know, Joe Rogan might be the, the most unbiased person he's ever going to talk to mm-hmm. with that kind of an audience. You're right about that. You know what I mean? And, um, and Joe Rogan, he doesn't, you know, he has a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life, oh, man, and yeah. and you know that's that's what I like about him. Yeah, and he didn't sit there and lambaste, nope. you know, um, Tom DeLong. But you know, Tom DeLong should probably go in a little more prepared, you know, because yeah, you, when yeah. you're when you're doing Joe Rogan's podcast, you could be talking better, better to ten million people anytime. Yeah. You know, he's like the mm-hmm. he's the guy. Um, and I don't mean to sound like I'm coming down on him, but no, the skeptical side of me, you know, when, it, when you're when you're publicly trading, you know what I mean? You have to buy $200 in stock, you know what well, I mean? Well, that's all the to, stuff that bothers me. Yeah. I, 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 maybe I'm just being too shallow about this. And Well, again, he's not, not playing music anymore, so he's got to make money some way. I, I guess, and I, you know, here's the thing. I understand that. I mean, I, I've seen plenty of interviews with, with people in, in the same arena where there's one interview I have. I have a VHS tape over here in our little stockpile of stuff, um, which is a gentleman who claimed, you know, he claimed he worked on, you know, he worked in Area 51, he worked on black ops projects mm-hmm. and all these things. And they said, and that was one of the, inter- in the interview, the interview viewer did say, they're like, uh, well, you know, you say you're trying to get the truth out there, but you wanted $20,000 to do this interview. And he's like, well, yeah, because I can't work now. By doing this, my entire career is trashed. I've ruined my career. So I have to make money somehow to live. I have to house and feed myself, right? So in order to do this, I have to do something. So I get yeah. that side of it where, okay, you know, you, you got to find – I know there's bills to pay. I mean, if you're going to start a company, right, you have to pay bills. There's a lot of stuff to pay for. It's not an easy task. My whole thing simply, though, and I know it's not this simple. I don't know why I'm talking this shit, but <laughs> – we're trying to tell we want the truth to come out okay you know maybe i shouldn't go down that because i'm gonna sound like a complete buffoon saying that i just think it's much simpler than that like okay let's get the truth out there but we know when it comes i mean this isn't like ultra i'm not putting the tinfoil cap or anything on right now but i know it's not that simple when we're talking about these levels of government and these type of things we're dealing with i'm sure and that's maybe that's where this comes from the whole idea though of company yeah. Company, company, company. Just when it comes to like, hey, look, we're dealing with shit. We don't even know what we're talking about here. Uh, it rubs me the wrong way. But I think I'm just being judgmental. <laughs> That's the well, problem. Yeah, right? I mean, really, you know, who else is going to do it? So people are skeptical of the government and people are skeptical of corporations. So yeah. if, if there's going to be, if there is They're something They're the only ones with any it, money, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If there is going to, if, if there is ever going to be kind of any kind of disclosure, if there yeah. is something to all this and there is going to be any kind of disclosure, it's like, uh, say somebody on the corporate side comes out and lays it on you, mm-hmm. you know, the... the 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 people uh you know towing the line of the the government aren't going to believe those people anyway you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it doesn't matter who it's a big pickle 
you're in you a know, game of pickle, basically. There could be all the disclosure in the world, but I still think at least half the people aren't going to believe anything was actually disclosed. Do you know what I mean? You have people out there that don't that believe. You know, paleontologists are making dinosaur <laughs> bones and yeah. and burying them in fucking bedrock. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, I I think. Well, you're right. I'm, I'm going to cut you off. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I you know, and I I think um, I think that I've probably lost my train of thought a little bit, but <laughs> right. I think the thing with the the two of the stars academy stuff is like. He came across as like, well, they contacted me. It made it sound like he he had this big interest in it, and especially in the Joe Rogan interview, mm-hmm. the, there was a couple sentences that made me think like, like he was chosen by the government to be the person to disclose this information because he had an audience with, you know the. The, the pop culture. The kids. Well, yeah, the, maybe yeah. in 2002 he did. <laughs> That's what the whole thing was. Kind of this, like, I was a little confused about it. I was like, man, if you're really trying to reach today's, you know, kids, you might have been able to find somebody a little more relevant to their, yeah, um, yeah. you know, to, to their... Uh, uh, pop culture yeah. or whatever I know what and i i just thought we're, that was I a think little bit we're, we're, either of us are very well uh, well informed on that I, <laughs> yeah that, that's that's i know we're both just kind of like oh yeah pop culture i haven't really been a part of that ever <laughs> well no i mean <laughs> the, the, the 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 pop culture guys now are all flat earth you know guys like yeah and and stuff like that you know um but anyways, that's, I, that's not to rip. Numbing thing. No, it's. I know. Go ahead. Not to rip Tom DeLonge, but I, you know, I just sure if in- information comes out and they're providing it, yeah, then, yeah. then more more power to them. No, and I think I think, as I said before, I think I, the whole ball of wax. If anything, it's interesting. It's super interesting, right? Um, there's just I don't know. Maybe the end game is coming, and we don't see it coming. And maybe there is, like I said, maybe there is a reason for so many can't talk about it right now it's classified can't talk about it right now it's classified maybe there is a reason for that because honestly i have seen some things where i'm like oh well, that's that's interesting and i mean the press seems to be ramp you know i don't know if that's a plus but the press seems to be kind of amping up on this whole thing now with his with to the stars academy and whatnot so but to your point though that's the funniest part of this whole thing is that literally they could blow the roof off this thing Hypothetically yeah. speaking, right now, they could blow the roof off this thing uh, and say, "Here's the evidence. Here's everything. You can go get it here. You can download it here. You can go to the post office and pick up a hard copy if you want. We're making it available to everybody. Here's all stamped. I mean, yeah. is is I, I don't know how you can authenticate things any more than that, right? They just say they take it all the way out there and say, "This is it. Here's all the information. Here's how you can summon a fucking UFO if you want, yeah. right? Here's how you can see one in the sky. If you say Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Honey Ho or something, you'll see a UFO in the sky. Here's how you contact aliens. Here, here's how you build a transceiver to contact a UFO. I mean, down the thing, right? <laughs> I mean, we can go all day on this. You're always going to have someone that's going to say bullshit. Yeah, it's not going to rewrite the Bible. No. No, you know what no, I mean? Yeah, if that's yeah. your only point of reference for mm-hmm. factual, I mean, like I say, to each his own. No. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to change the whole. No. You know, the whole outlook of of society. You know. I mean, at least I don't. I don't feel that way myself right now. I don't know. I, I've been wrong a million times. I'm Maybe be wrong more this week probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm wondering what the what the end game will be with this thing, and that's why I keep saying, like, if anything, this is super interesting stuff. What's yeah. happening? We're living in some very interesting times. When it comes to these subjects, 
because people really if there's anything people i think are doing now that i do find very interesting young people especially i mean you know it's very easy to shit on millennials people love to do it all the time yeah but there's one thing i love it i love shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking but there's one thing you gotta go you gotta go i mean (laughs) (laughs) if there's one thing that millennials do do is they love to ask questions yeah i mean look at the climate we live in right now i mean now is it always does it always have positive outcome no not at all but but there's one thing that that group does is they really want to question things they want to break things down they want to understand things more um so i do find that idea interesting so that and that's cool um again i don't know what the end game is going to be though here it's interesting though but yeah. seeing this thing, and that's coupled with this, you know, what we are hearing about. And, you know, it doesn't – I want to be very clear about that, too. All this stuff we're talking about doesn't begin and end with Tom DeLonge, either. Right. Well, he's, he's the he's the guy he's that's kind of the, he's the kind face of, now, He's kind of the so. catalyst now. He is kind of the, the, the face of this thing. Mm-hmm. Which, if you'd have asked me, <laughs> yeah, back in 2000, yeah, so 18, 19 years from now, that guy from that band <laughs> is going to be this. I would have just been like, you're completely insane. It's so completely crazy how things pan out. You yeah. know, I don't even know if this guy, if Tom knew this was going to happen. I'm sure he didn't, right? I, I haven't heard that story yet. Um, but this picture, going back to this picture, though, and I, yeah, I plugged the laptop in so we can look at it again. Um, this was compelling, man. That's why I asked you to come and, you know, just chat about this thing for a few minutes. And, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> The pick, you know, the thing that really gets, sticks out to me, and I mean, I, we we can riff on this for a few more minutes if you want, is all these, and again, these this is up on the Ghostly Talk site for the post we're putting up for this show. All these images, like well, all the the anomalous things in the picture, they all look uniform. I'm kind of zooming in here, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pixelation it's is pixelating. Um, they all do look. I'm off the mic here. They all look. I don't know how you're on the other monitor you're looking at, Sean. Um, they look very uniform, though. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, you know what? Fine. They're saucer shaped. They're a bent saucer. Right. But they're saucer shaped. Uh, and that, like I said, that that was nothing I saw until I, you know, until I blew up the picture, you know, in on the phone yeah. itself. So, um, just trying to get a closer look. And yeah. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, that's well. They're not the same color as they were, but that's even a little more interesting, you know. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if, if that was, you know, something that the that the phone was doing, you know what I mean, the camera. But yeah. uh, the fact that they all turned out that way, mm-hmm. um, definitely seen. Well, odd. You, you never, it's odd. If anything, it's odd. Who knows what this this could be, right? Um, but man, I'm glad we I'm glad we got to talk about this though. This is super cool, um, you know. And I don't know. I know when we. I may do a little, like, deep diving, like, the next couple of days. I've been, you know, with the holidays and everything happening here, I haven't been able to focus on this stuff. But I might do a little bit of investigating on your behalf just to see if there's any other, because I, you know, with the MUFON people and people that I know, and say, hey, I mean, the president of MUFON is a friend of ours. He lives, like, in Clawson. He's not too far Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Koleski, great guy. I might reach out to him and say, hey, do you know anything about this thing? You know, here's a picture that, you know, our friend Sean shot. Do you know of anything? Because I know when we, the thing I was talking about that we saw like 10 years ago, that was compelling because we did reach out. We reached out to MUFON and said, look, 
three of us saw something here, and we had to be interviewed. Like, yeah. I'm talking psychological interview. They they asked us every question. They threw the kitchen sink at us, basically, of questions to question our sanity. Um, and then we told our story. And sure enough, not too long after that, somebody said, you know, I saw the same stuff happening in the same area. They, You know, a very close description of what we were seeing. So I might, I, I do, I think I do want to reach out to the people from MUFON if you're cool with that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to turn it into they, a mess for you. No, you know it's, I mean? it's not going to be a mess. I yeah. mean, you know, there, that's really all there is to it, man. If anybody yeah. wants to talk to me about it, I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not using it to try to convince anybody. No. It's you just, know what I mean? I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to get other people's opinions. Out, yeah. So we'll do that for sure. I was just thinking about, I'm just kind of just streaming this out right now going, okay, is this something we can do? And I know, yeah, they'd love to see something like this. And yeah. they, I mean, who knows? They, they may be able, be able to analyze it and see what, what, I don't know. I don't know. We could see what happens with that, but, um, very cool picture though, man. Um, and we'll see where this thing goes, I guess. Yeah. We're going to put this thing up. Like we said on the ghostly talk site on the post for this show. Um, so you can kind of use it as a guide for the conversation we're having here. And Sean, thanks so much for, you know, you came out here. I said, Hey, let's just talk on the phone, but you were nice enough to go. Yeah, I'll come down and hang out with you. That's cool. Yeah. You know? Thanks for having me. I actually yeah. have a couple of days off, so it works out. Yeah. And, um, yeah. This is kind of why we're taping it this time. It was very convenient for both of us. Cause yeah, I'm on vacation from, from my, my day job also. So we were able just to kind of do this in the afternoon, which is, you know, the way this show has been going as of the last few months, it's strange to do this during the day. And it's strange to do it drinking caffeine. <laughs> Very strange. But, guys, thank you. We'll see you guys next time uh, with the whole compliment. I don't know when we're going to be doing another show. We were talking about possibly doing one on New Year's Eve. Um, it's in the air right now, but when we know, you'll know. Ghostly Talk! <laughs> <laughs>